how fast you were going. What? How fast you were going. I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, Ice Man. We'll be back with this part two of like basically the fireman takeover. We got some, they still got some more stories. I hope y'all enjoyed the first one. And uh, remember to like and subscribe, share it with your friends, write reviews, help us grow. Go check out the Etsy store. If you want to join the private group, uh, it's called the Motor Cop Clubhouse. Clubhouse is two separate words on Facebook. Got to answer three questions. You answer them correctly. I'll let you in. It's free. Also, like I said, still thinking about starting a Patreon. Everybody has in a, would like it or not like it. Just uh, send me a message and let me know. Like I said, I'm still up in the air about it. I'm not sure. Uh, go check the Etsy store out if you want any merchandise, T-shirts, uh, stuff like that. Other than that, uh, let's kick it back off. We still got uh, Fluffy, Colin, and... Uh, Mr. Always Right, uh, jerk off over here. So let's uh, get it going back up. I say welcome back, even though we didn't leave. Just this part two. The goon squad's back. <laughs> the goon squad. You still forgot to hit Colin's mic. No, I just, he's so easily forget. There you go. Easily forgettable. Forgettable. Very yeah. unimpressionable. Yeah. Oh, he, remember, ladies, he's single. Two fifty or better, five two, preferably. <laughs> uh, he he even after the last uh, show he told me he prefers women with a slight mustache. He says it just does something for him. It reminds him of some of the firemen you work with, and he just it, mm, he's uh, just great. Free mustache. It's almost like he's describing you, Fluffy. He knows where to come. <laughs> right across his face. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> I think we all have already. Uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, I guess we go back to the story We go back time. to the uh, stories. Always got a good story. You remember back in 21 and 2020. Back in 21. Back in, that's just like last fucking, year. You remember last year? <laughs> that was almost two fucking years ago. March of 21. It's fucking August of 22. But back in 21. Okay. Like back well, in fucking 65. I guess if I say back in 21 to the rain event, you're going to ask how many because how many times did fucking people flood in 21 around here? Okay, fair enough. All right then. So back in March of 2021, um we had a, a rescue recovery. I wouldn't say recovery, but a rescue of a pretty important person for I uh, think was it state police or sheriff's office? State police. And uh yeah, he he called our people and uh he was pretty pissed. It was a I think a lieutenant colonel or a colonel and uh, living in our area, and he couldn't get out of the fucking neighborhood because he was flooded in. So he had but to he, call the real heroes. Yeah, he had to call the real heroes to go get him out in shin deep water. But what? you know what? We brought the fucking cavalry. We launched the boat. Why didn't he just walk the fuck out? And I catch don't know. Right ask, ask your propo Can't friends. get those state police boots dirty. Hey. Let me tell you what. Uh, but during during the Great Flood, what was that? Eighteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Back in sixteen. Back in sixteen. Yeah, back in sixteen. Uh, my lieutenant. 
was told to stay home because he was flooded in. This dude went through over. He actually swam out to get to uh, the Humvee so he could go out and start rescuing people. This dude wrapped his shit up in garbage bags and swam the fuck out of his neighborhood. Okay? Like, swam the fuck out. Like, his feet wouldn't touch the ground to get the fuck out and do it. And you tell me some state trooper couldn't walk through knee deep water? Uh, I promise you, there's photos of it. I don't have the photo of like him sitting in the. I don't know if it was the boat or the Humvee. Either way, I know he launched both of them that night. The water didn't even go halfway up the tire. Yeah, we have a photo of him being rescued by us, and we make sure somebody's got it. I don't know who, but somebody's got it. God, okay. I believe it was that same storm. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was the following week. Oh no, it was next day. Uh, we had a vehicle driving down the road, and uh, literally a freak accident. It was a jeep fucking tree fell in front of it and pinned the, the passenger and the driver i believe it was like an hour and a half extrication luckily they all made it but their uh, their legs were super pinned under the dash yeah it was a fucking probably a, i'd say people 18. don't realize they're going to go out driving around and shit during these bad weather events and hey <laughs> trees are unforgiving when they take your vehicle we actually had one of i don't remember which hurricane it was we were out working keeping we're trying to keep roads clears and we had to uh cut our way out and it was like cutting tunnels in some of these used trees just where you can get out through right. and stuff like that. But don't realize it's, it, and it's quite scary when trees and shit are snapping and cracking and falling all around you and stuff like that. So when people are told to either leave or stay, stay where the fuck you at. Stay, we're not, they're not saying it just to say, Oh, we just don't want you going on the road. No, it, it's for your safety. Oh, drink it. Oh shit. <laughs> I didn't get the name. It'd be no, alright. No. It'd be alright. Didn't crop it out. No, uh, he's fine. We can tell some 2016 stories. So, yeah. Our little fucking uh, bad toe and our trolling motor. So, <laughs> I was out there in that shit too. Me and Fluffy were both volunteers at the time. Uh, for the service. for the flood of 2016. You're welcome for my shit. cervix. Um, it was cervix. Uh, I felt it the other day. That's right. Um, <laughs> the. So we were both volunteers, and we were both a uh, couple years out of high school. I think we were actually both still in college or yeah, dropped I was, out. I was still a freshman in college. But, uh, God, I'm fucking so, old. Yeah, you fucking uh, are. I was in my 40s, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, but we were pretty active with, uh, with the fire department, and whenever all the flooding kicked off and the guys that worked full-time at other departments got called back from our volunteer department, uh, that left us very low on manpower. So, uh, hey, you teenagers! Yeah. So they took two fucking teenagers and stuck them in a ten foot bateau with a troller motor. And uh, y'all were fighting currents. Yeah. Oh fu- no! Looking with a back trolling at it, motor. Looking back at it, we were fucking stupid yeah. to even agree to go. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even a small like three or four horsepower gas yeah. motor. It was a trolling motor running off of a fucking battery. Oh no! Because they sent us out. I was, see, I was in a, uh, a snorkeled Humvee, and we had a little bathtub. We had a little gas motor on it. We got out one time, and I thought we were gonna fucking die and drown because the current was so bad. It was like kept sucking us away from where we were trying to go when you were with a trolling motor. Right up your street. You know where that fucking canal is. Yeah. Well, that's called a creek, but. Whatever the a hell. A canal. It is. It's like from the fucking city or it, something. It doesn't matter. That fucking waterway right up the street from you. We crossed it 
in our fucking bateau to go get this trapped family. Well, the water was over the bridge. Oh, we know. Oh, yeah. we, know. <laughs> we fucking over know. We know. We don't know how we made it safely first time. Oh, night current was bad there. Oh, know. yeah. We fucking get there we to this house. sideways. I know that much. We were, we, we were sent to this specific house, and like we get there. And it's it wasn't one off the ground. It yeah. was. The one right there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah, that current moving through that water at that house probably had to be at least ten to twelve feet deep, if not deeper. Uh, I don't, I don't remember how fucking. I'm telling you, you talking about you talking about from like bottom of the no, I'm creek talk, or from the road. No, I'm talking about from where it was over the bridge. I don't, I don't really, I don't even remember. But we, we get, we were sent to this one house and this fucking. I don't, was keep, it a family? Keep in mind, this boat, like we only had like six inches of boat out of the water with just us two, and we weighed <laughs> a lot less at that time. <laughs> yeah, we do. And we get back there to this house, and this entire family is sitting on the front porch with both of their dogs that probably weighed a hundred pounds. Um, the one of the people probably weighed three fifty plus. Oh yeah, three fifty. Yeah, and like I said, there was five or six of them. And we showed up in this little boat with room for like you know a toddler. Yeah, but, there, but if it's the same house, if it's that house, that water would have never gotten that. Okay, house. so it's not that house. Yeah, we're talking. We're probably talking about. It was on the left hand side. It was blue. It was elevated. Oh no, this is the one. The creeks right here, and bit, they got the ones way okay, up. Okay, that's a little bit past the creek. Uh, yeah, side. but it it was white with blue shutters. Yep, I know it does. Yep, yeah. Yeah, uh, that yeah, they had water down out. So oh, we, we know. Got there. <laughs> Y'all should have came from the Walker South end. We did. We did. And you shouldn't have to cross this creek. Yeah, creeks that way. Yeah, we could have come from that end. Yeah, we we did come from that end. And you, you wouldn't have to cross the creek. No, you it, did. It, it's past the creek. I passed it the other day, and yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" Since on house. this side. Yeah. Then why don't y'all come from this side? Can't get, get to that side. Yeah, you could. No, you could not. I was going through it every day. Hey, bro. In a snorkeled Humvee. In a, snor- in a snorkeled Humvee. We were in a Dodge pickup truck from nineteen fucking fifty. All you had to do is call us. We'll jerk y'all back over there. We should have just sent them to y'all. Anyways, <laughs> nonetheless, but funny, the fact that there was two teenagers in a fucking bat, so with a trolling motor trying to cross this creek. Running off of a battery. <laughs> one, I looked at my GPS the other day. It was 1.3 miles to the highway from that house, and we're running off of a trolling motor with a battery that's barely getting us there with just us two. And we got we pulled up and saw all these people and the dogs and all their luggage and stuff because they were packed up ready to go. <laughs> like, uh... Yeah, we're y'all are gonna have to stay. <laughs> we can't do a fucking thing for you. <laughs> but it's like the that road that we talked about with the ground meat guy. Yeah. During during that, me and the guys working with me, we went out there and uh, with the little bat there, and we had to go rescue some people all the way down at one of them end of the dead ends that they had off the. Is that the, the one where they tried to helicopter out? Or no, did you make that? No, one? no. And uh, did you make that one? But we had to uh. The motor, the little motor wasn't working, so we just had the bateau. We had that family, and we walked probably a good mile through chest deep of water, pulling the boat there, and then pulling them back out. What blows <laughs> two, my mind? Two miles in chest deep water. And I'm just thinking, if that had been me, I would have got my family out. I would have walked them through the water myself. I'm not waiting for somebody to come rescue my ass. Yeah, I'm getting the hell sure. out. Exactly. Like, I don't understand why people don't have that mind. Well, it's... Because people are stupid, that's why. But like, you're scared of walking the water, but you're gonna want us to go walk in the water to fucking put saw, you in our boat. I, I saw one snake. That's all I saw. 
One snake. I don't know if I saw any snake. I saw a bunch of fucking ants. No, I saw, I don't snakes. Know if I saw any snakes. Well, they said one part they had uh, favorite animal. Snake. They had four. Yeah. They had four horses. Fluffy knows about snakes. Trapped off of this one road in a field that was going completely. Under. These horses were swimming at this point. I got a uh, some wire cutters. I actually, <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't get all kind of fucking diseases and shit because I had to go dive like hold my breath and go under the water and start cutting this barbed wire fence so these horses could have a place to get out for they didn't drown and I mean this is a horse field so there's nothing but horse shit and everything floating around me as I'm going under the water to get these fucking horses oh yeah I'm surprised I didn't end up with I know we had some of our guys ended up having to go uh, weeks after had to go to the hospital because they had some kind of like like shit on their skin and all kind of shit from being because we were doing about (laughs) we were doing about 20 hours a a a day sleeping about four and you were in the water you know the entire time so oh yeah we me and my other guy we uh rescued a we emptied out a whole subdivision and time talked some of these old people out you know this one old lady didn't want to leave she had two feet of water in her house she didn't want to leave it's like ma'am you got to go we had uh, the first night, like right when everything was really kicking off, and you know we kind of got there. Remember that rescue in the quarters that we had to go to? Yeah. Same fucking boat, but it, it was six, eight inches deep. You could fucking walk the whole way, but you know what? Nope. nope. Can't get our feet wet. They ain't want to fucking get wet, so we fuck it. We walked our boat back there because it was so fucking shallow, and then uh, they walked to the boat because I don't. It, their house wasn't yeah, flooded, yeah, but they couldn't they get out. Flooded. They just wanted to get out, but they couldn't get out. The road but was flooded. We had to put them on our fucking boat because they was too scared to get wet. And then walked the boat halfway out until it finally got deep enough to. My scariest one I did, which, because <laughs> uh, if we if we would have slipped with this person, when we got sent out to a high water rescue, we drove the Humvee out as far as we could go. The water was the water was over the hood of the Humvee. And uh, we we couldn't go. It was just kept getting deeper. Well, we saw somebody coming by in a boat, so we flagged them down and kind of didn't commandeer. Was like, hey, we need y'all to take us to this house. We could see the house. And it was back by a river. And uh, I mean, the the whole it was a two story house. Thank God, because the whole complete the water was a good ten to twelve feet deep. You couldn't see the bottom full story to the house. And they had some stairs that went up to the upstairs from the outside. Thank God too, but they were painted. And then have the little sand grit on it. <laughs> so if anybody's ever walked on painted wood without sand grit, it's like it's like walking on ice. So we get up there, and they were like, and it was a it, this was a handicapped person. It was the mom, dad, and a handicap. It, it was thank God it wasn't a big one. It was a woman. She probably weighed about ninety to hundred pounds, but she was quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. So you know she's she's paralyzed from the neck down now we have to take her down these stairs that are wet with 12 foot of rushing water underneath us and if we would have slipped and dropped this woman into this water she she was gone that that was probably the most that's probably i mean i've been shot at before and i wasn't this nervous before when i was getting bullets flying around me we got her in that boat, but <laughs> I was nervous on that one because I, I thought, you know, if we if we had slipped one just one iota, this woman was dead. We had a same same little boat. Uh, remember, we had that welfare check for the old lady. Oh my gosh, that was disgusting. Well, it was fucking nerve wracking too. But yeah. like, we got sent to this house for a welfare check 
elderly couple. Uh, nobody had heard from. Yeah. Neighbors hadn't seen them go out or anything. So, and there's four foot of water in the trailer that was already about four foot off the ground. And uh, we nosed the boat up to the, well, what we thought was the porch. <laughs> and uh, went in, and there's there's probably five or six dogs, a couple cats. Yeah. And they're just on the counters and on chairs trying to stay out of the water. So it was, as you can imagine, just disgusting. You, they'd been in there probably a couple of days. Yeah. Because this is on the, the, the dry the the holding water side. Yeah. And, um... We had to wade through that trailer, not knowing, you know, of course, if you're going to step through the floor or not because this trailer was old and disgusting. But uh, sweeping around trying to, you know, see if we're about to find some poor elderly couple underwater. Or, right. Yeah, that was that was pretty nerve-wracking. What was it, 16 we said? Yeah. All right. If anybody listened, I know I have, I have a lot of listeners from up north and stuff and out of the country, not the United States. You can uh, – Y'all can look it up on on the internet. It's a 2016 flood in Louisiana. It's got all kind of stuff on it. I mean, it was it was horrendous down here. Uh, it was 75 percent of the parish. Uh, yeah, was, was flooding all the houses. We had uh, that's that's when actually when I met Sean Hannity. He came down, and uh, I got I talked with him. He came down and did a a thing on it too. Out. I mean, I'm sure it's on the internet somewhere. But uh, it's but no, it was uh, it was tragic for I mean, just a, a large portion of southern Louisiana here. And I, I, think I have pictures and videos. I just one of these days I'll share them, maybe with the Patreon stuff or something like that. I have I have all kind of stuff from it because it, it was horrendous down here, y'all. Y'all, it had so much water. I mean, you don't understand. We had an entire city out here. Uh, the entire city it's went six, underwater. Six foot of water. Yeah. yeah. Twenty foot boats running on plane down the middle of a highway. Yeah, I mean the entire covered, an entire city covered up by water. And then, well, yeah, and the thing you know, just fucking two two freshmen or I wasn't I was a freshman in college at that time. Junior, or I was going into my junior years. No, I'd have been going into my senior year. That was when I transferred. But well, we had so many people trapped and stuff like that. I mean, oh, we were yeah, just was, constantly. We, it was constant. Just it was just rescue i mean I, I probably i can't tell you how many hundreds of people we had to just go rescue that were some of them were like I said legitimately trapped in their house and some were just scared to get their fucking feet if wet if i'm but. remembering correctly i don't think there was any fatalities was there i was i was about to bring it up there, <clears throat> if i remember correctly there was the one fatality the first night was a uh, no older, so, somebody was, was walking a, their dog it was an older gentleman who had alzheimers it was a medical emergency too wasn't it that no there's one guy drowned. It, it he was, was walking his older, dog, and he got swept away. Who had Alzheimer's? It was in the neighborhood that way, the yeah. big neighborhood. Um, yeah, they he was found walking, they found him miles away. Miles yeah. away, they found him. I, I believe the dog came back to the house. Yeah, he got, why he got they, swept away in the current or something like in that. in the middle of the neighborhood. Yeah, but, but people don't like, realize it. It's it was just, like three a.m. I think when he went out to go walk the dog, and then he never came back. I mean, but I believe that was the only fatality involved. The aftermath was was what kind of put it in perspective. You know, for months, oh, yeah. you're seeing just piles of people's sheetrock and all their furniture, all the things that they've you know amassed over their entire life. Our entire subdivision out in their front yard, and there's these giant you know uh, waste removal trucks with cranes on the back of them coming around and picking all this shit up from people's front yards, and that, it was like that for months. I lost. I was lucky. Oh, where, where I live, I didn't, I didn't flood. But uh, I had too many storages. When I went to it, they had so much water it got in one of them. I had washer and dryer in one of them. The 
dryer had floated up high enough where it was like on top of the washing machine. <laughs> oh, that's how much water was. I mean, everything I had in there was just done. So, what happened with Colin? Colin, that's that's pretty much whenever I decided that's I wanted to do this for a career. Is it? No, because I see your list of stories and. No, but that was that was <laughs> probably like you know I wasn't on a volunteer department or anything right there, uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much what kind of put me in this career path you know wanted to do more and then um we actually got about 16 inches in our house and uh i think it was probably i don't know that was in august yeah. i'd say probably three or four months later i put an application for volunteer and then that's how i met these goons and it, it's, the rest is history it's actually really funny if you think about it now uh colon uh, used to work for my dad as a warehouse bitch, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, never really knew. I never knew him. I was an excellent employee, the worst bitch you could ever have. I I never knew. Didn't him. you get fired? <laughs> I left voluntarily. <laughs> we're we're going into that story. That's what we're leading to. Uh, never knew him, and I believe it took us a couple times to hanging out to realize. Kind of the only time we ever hung out was like fire department related. Like we never like. Hung out outside of. Hey man, I'm working today. You can come hang out. Yeah, or me, so. and Dragon's working tonight. We're gonna go hang out. And so we know. would go up to the st- up to the station. My bad. Your name. <laughs> <laughs> we would go hang out at the stations. That was what started the whole friendship. Yeah. So it, it uh, for leading, the love affair began. That's exactly that's exactly it. Leading into the story, uh, you were standing out there with like a boombox on your shoulder. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> in the rain. Rocks at the window. <laughs> I love you, Bobby. Bobby in. I was uh, I was working part time in an outline station here locally, and uh, I got paged to a welfare check. It was a, a UPS driver who was dropping off packages at this house. Uh, called it in, said that hey, look, like I deliver here frequently. These packages have been on the porch all day or all week. I believe it was Thursday or Friday um, during the week. And uh, cars at home, lights are on, nobody's answering the door. These packages haven't moved. So lo and behold. You know the, the you know how the situation yeah, ends. Yeah. So makes entry and finds the old lady in in the bedroom, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna call call the goons. So I call uh, Mr. Wright. He's like, oh, Colin Colin's still new. He needs to see this. Let's call Colin and get him down here. So we call Colin. Colin leaves work. Like, His fucking part time <laughs> job. The one that dad. actually pays me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. Leaves his job. Clock out. I roll right on. Just comes comes to this emergency of a body recovery. I don't even think he told his boss or my dad where the fuck he was going. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah. Hey, I, I started reserve. That's how I started in law enforcement. I mean, I, I worked at a state prison, and uh, this guy I was friends with, uh, we went to Correction Academy with. I didn't even know they had police reserves, and he told me he was doing. I looked into it and got in the reserve. I was putting in more time every, I mean, because I work shift work. So I was like, I was putting in shit more than full-time hours. That was I, or yeah. I was putting like full-time or more hours in as a reserve <laughs> than when, I, when my regular <laughs> job was. Shit. It's like, so, I mean, the, when, they, when I actually got hired on, they probably lost, they, they lost out because I was working more for free. <laughs> but that's how I started. I mean, I, 
Everybody, you know, the whole cliche is, you know, well, I started doing it because I enjoy, I love helping people. Well, I do like helping people. Well, I used to really like helping now people. Now you're just a scruntle. Now, I'm, yeah, yeah. It, that happens. That's usually how it goes. <laughs> but uh, actually, in one of the other main reasons I wanted to be a cop or anybody, I think anybody wants to be a fireman or something like that. I don't, I like the fact that when I go to work every day, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's a different day every day. I mean, they got the same, you know, I know every day when I go to work in the mornings, like during school, I'm going direct traffic in a school zone. You know what I do know about? But We're actually liked by the public, though. Uh, yeah, for now y'all are. Hey. For right now, until y'all do something. Right what can we do wrong? Oh, you, you can. You just exist. Oof. I mean, just <laughs> nothing to come back with. So. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I was I waiting. You whenever we leave. I was waiting. Uh, you got to go fuck the you police. You got to go fuck you. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I did. I'm, I'm wait. I'm waiting for the next one that says "fuck the police." I'm gonna be like, "Look, we can't do it here. You have to give me your number and call you later." And I hope they I know call where us. you work. I'm sure it's plenty of uh, prime. I hope they call and complain on me when I say that. Too. I told him to go fuck himself, and he told me he had to do it later that he couldn't do it while he was working. I mean, which, I mean, that's yeah, not against policy. No, I mean, I'm like on duty is against policy. Like, yeah, I'm like, I can't do that while I'm working. <laughs> I must say, but no, no thanks. The girl, the ones up the street that said wanted to fuck me looked way better than you. Uh, <laughs> look, you know what? I'm just at the point now. I don't care. But like I said, I I realized I fell in love with it because I liked knowing the fact that I got to go to work every day, and I didn't and really piss off the public. Oh. I didn't. Well, you don't know what you're going to do every day. You might have a boring ass day. I mean, uh, not long ago, you know, I was pulling a guy out of a car that was with a gun or I was arresting a guy in an attic or I was, you know, working a bad crash or, a, you know, a fender bender. You just never know every day. I don't oh, know yeah. if I could go to work like at a plant. Everybody's like, oh, you make so much you can go to work at a plant. And I know I'm going to be doing the same exact fucking thing every How single day. How many times have I turned this valve? Yeah. Watch this gauge. Make sure your pressure's up right. I just, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. Even though that's what we do in our sure. job. <laughs> no, I'm you just saying. Junkie, I'm sure. but, oh, yeah. But I mean, like y'all firemen, basically the same. You can go from hundred y'all y'all probably basically like us. Being a cop's probably about ninety percent boredom and ten percent adrenaline. Yeah, ninety eight percent boredom. So, See, the cool thing about our job is you know whenever it's boring, I'll get for y'all, chilly. Y'all are just chilling, you know, in your car, riding your motorcycle around town, you know, with your little bells on it. Yeah, I love the little See, bells. Like, ding ding ding! It's so great. Xbox and you know, yeah. hang out, watch boogie nights together <laughs> with a whole bunch of men. I fucking ride a motorcycle. I get paid to ride a motorcycle. I get paid to drive a fire truck. I get paid to take naps. Each you get paid to drive a fire truck. That's not even cool. Uh, what does every kid want to be when they grow up? A, fire a motorcycle cop. Why does everybody want fire cop cars show up? Yeah. They huh? run to us whenever a fire truck pulls. Because they know y'all are pussies. Uh, <laughs> Do y'all have little hats that you can give? Y'all have a little, Those little funky y'all, ass. Y'all have the little stickers. Badge, have a little sticker badge. The little, you know, I wish I still had that picture. We a long time ago. You know the person we were working a uh, food stamp site after a, a major disaster, and some firemen had given out some fire department. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you the name when we get off of uh, air. But uh, he came back from the toilet and had taken a big shit in a little plastic <laughs> fire department hat and yeah i mean just a just a big nasty stinking deuce in it and it was you know so they, those fire department hats are good for something pr that's what it's good for for shit in it. sounds like something i do to call one <laughs> but back to the volunteering like there was a point where i mean the fire else. chief 
whenever the fire chief walks in and, and tells you, why haven't you filled out an application? He thought you were paid already. Yeah. He thought I was paid already. So much time up there with me. I was literally up there every day. There wasn't a day that I wasn't like. He had no idea. He was just a volunteer spending that much time up there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like, I don't even work here, dude. (laughs) I mean, let's see. Let's see. Colin, you started in what, 16, 17? 17. I started as a junior, so do you, but I really you work at the fire station, same fire department. So as I him? work. At, I work at the same Don't, place as Fluffy. Okay, and he works at the. He used m- to know it all. Works he, at a different yeah, place. Yeah. Yeah. Know it all works at the know it all department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bigger and better things. Yeah. So he says, "Hey, but the grass is always greener." Grass. You know where the grass is, is greener it at? Is indeed greener. In the fucking rye fields. Nope. Oh nope. I'll tell you where the grass is greener at. If you say where you water it, I'm getting up and leaving. <laughs> nope. On the fucking septic tank. Where all the shit's at. <laughs> I'm, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a four out of ten. Yeah. Your joke. Yeah. It wasn't your, a joke. Not your, not it's it's not word. the joke. It's actually the truth. I'm not talking about a joke. But I, I guess a little history about us. Colin, you said you started when? Started like late 16, early 17. I mean, I guess we should have did this at like the beginning of episode one to kind of get to know us, and we just went straight into stories. I don't but. think they care about getting to know y'all. You're a fireman. <laughs> the good squad. <laughs> this is going to have your most views, I guarantee it. It, it listens. This isn't a viewable one. You have to listen to it. It's audio only. Uh, same difference. No, it's different. Not no. Same. Viewing is you're looking with your eyes. I, I listen to them. Listen with my eyes. <laughs> Anyways, I started as a junior. I wouldn't even count it. I think I started in like 14. Uh, age 16 and then in 2015 I think it's whenever I actually went like fire academy no no I went volunteer in like 15 and then uh, in 17 is whenever I started started paid professional and I think now you're like, like a whole like admiral now aren't you yeah uh, <laughs> lieutenant colonel he's uh, a step captain he's a step up a step captain step captain yeah what are you doing step captain <laughs> <laughs> And what are you, My Colin? Bitch. I'm just a little lonely bitch. <laughs> you a bitch? I'm a bitch. You're not even a driver yet. No. Yeah, he's not. No, even, he's, he's not. No, even no. Mr. Wright's yet. not. He don't even know if he's. He don't have a home. <laughs> he don't even know if he has a job tomorrow. <laughs> no. yeah, he shows up and he just, they just tell him where to go. He Pretty don't have much. a home. Yeah, yeah it's like you first. You're like a firefighter, then you have to go to what driver. Uh, just some departments. Some departments. Ideally, yes, yeah. you start in the back seat in of the a perfect firefighter, world. and then you move up to a driver. Grass is greener, boys. Oh, is it? Well, if you if you'd water wherever the fuck you were currently at. Oh, how much fucking water did I put at both? Well, especially one place. Maybe Mr. You know what? Maybe it was because maybe it was because you knew too much. Exactly. Oof. (laughs) Oof. Clearly not enough. It takes more than just water to grow. Was never left at the door. It was brought into. I I left my through the next door. Fertilizer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I left a um, stench. I started in 2013 out of high school with uh, with another buddy that got me on, and then uh, I was in college for most of that time. I'd come back like holidays, summertime stuff, and run a bunch of calls. And then 2016, end of 2016 was whenever I started volunteering consistently, like home a lot. And then end of 2017, I think, is when I went uh, part time. Then shortly thereafter, I went full time. You graduated college? Fuck no. 
He's just a washed up college athlete. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, he was a college athlete? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're not even going to go For, down that way. <laughs> hey, he was a catcher. Nah, bitch. <laughs> I was a pitcher. You, you were a pitcher? Yeah. Not looked, built like no pitcher. He looked like not a catcher more. to me. <laughs> Certainly not no D1. <laughs> But uh, that right arm will get after it. ITI has, has yeah, colleges. <laughs> I didn't know ITI had on Shit. teams. I, I ventured down that path for a little bit. <laughs> so that was Colin's uh, stomping grounds, ITI. But ITI. I graduated high school. And I graduated high school with a D-plus average. <laughs> Went to college. I can't believe you passed any tests. Especially not hazmat. <laughs> we had to put this guy on suicide watch because he failed one of the easiest tests you could possibly take. It's multiple step, times. Step one of being a firefighter is hazmat awareness. Just being aware of what a fucking hazard is, yeah. and he couldn't even do that. Hey, these are hazardous materials. <laughs> it's got a placard on it he that says so that says caustic. He failed it twice, and we fucked with him so much. Like we had to. You like, failed it twice. We had a. I thought it was three times. No, twice. 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 And then passed, and that's yeah. when he started the academy because yeah. the academy well, had the study guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought. I thought. Study, study guys. So. I thought I EMT was like one of the harder tests to take. No, this, we're talking about still Don't hazmat. Get started on EMT. Yeah, so you passed EMT? No, that's not even that road at EMT. Yeah, I passed EMT. Yeah. After how many times? I'm at EMT. Twice? Twice. What's it? Oh, your little uh, greener pasture counterpart, uh, what was it, four times? That's what I they, never said he was fucking That's smart. what they hire over at the uh, the big big town. <laughs> I never said he was smart. Hey, man. But hey, he passed uh, his advanced. No, no. The yes, other, he did. The other one. The other one. Really? Yeah. No, 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 he did. He did. No. Advanced what? Firefighter? Cowboy or dumpster man? Cowboy. Yeah, cowboy passed advanced. I didn't know he was advanced. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if if I would have studied the study guide they fucking had too, I would have probably so fucking passed had, it. They had the study guide that was advanced word for word. firefighter. Yeah, yeah gotta realize I'm not. Like, yeah, advanced EMT. I'm, well, I'm not privy to the firefighter. Go stuff. through the so it's 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 EMT and then there's now relevant the like AM, paramedic. No, it's, EMT emergency medical. I know what that is. And then advanced would be paramedic. No, it's in between. It's in between paramedic. You can put. So you can be a training. It's, much, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's the old intermediate. It's now called advanced. I don't know, uh, but you can do some medications, IV stuff like that, but you can't do the really cool shit. Yeah, like knocking like, them out. Yeah, stop people's like heart, kill them, and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's what we're saying. Uh, so so I was, I, he he failed this this hazmat <laughs> test twice, and we were fucking with him so bad, and like he kind of quit talking to us. And was just really down in the shitter. We were finally like, hey, we we need to uh, take it easy on Colin for a little bit because, uh, <laughs> like, he might be on suicide watch. And then he started uh, started the fire academy and didn't tell the people that hired him, hey, I have one chance to take this test again and pass, or uh, I can't take the fucker again for a year. <laughs> so you only get three chances. So it's, you get chance. You get as many as you want. You just gotta wait a long time between those. your your first chance. You can take it. And then you're, if you fail it, you have, I think it's seven 15. days or 15 days? 15 days. You 15 can, days. The well, second, yeah, the just, second attempt is, is a immediate. Let's ask you. Right? You tell us. 15 <laughs> days after your first attempt. And then I want to say it's 30 or 45 after your second attempt. I thought it was 90. I think no. it's 90. So how, so how bad would you freaking out when you take that test? <laughs> you, you only had that one shot. Oh, see, there's a difference. The, the first two times it was going to a class two nights a week and getting um, – 
I don't, so even, you, I don't even know if you, yeah, I don't know if you would call it an instructor because it was you just, were getting told information. You were getting you told were not. information, and it wasn't taught to you. Like, so you were going going through or I was going through like a volunteer, through the volunteer school department. Oh, yeah, okay. they offered classes that you could get your you know certifications in. And Let the records show that Mr. Wright passed on the first try. Because you're Mr. Wright, you got it all. It's the easiest um, test. <laughs> so yeah, I, I pass it. The rest is history, you know. Um, but yeah, I did. I went to college for I think like a year, a day, two years, and I changed my major like seven times. <laughs> seven times in two years. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, <laughs> see, the good thing about college is you were no fir- special classes. Your, your first two years, you're going to do all of your prereqs, so it's all you know your generic math, history, and science, and so I never had to like do any like special classes, and so I. Did that for two years, and then I went to BRCC for plan operation, and <laughs> I have a semester left on that, and I could have been in a much higher-paid job. <laughs> I just decided I want to be a firefighter. Yeah, but then you wouldn't be here. Yeah, I wouldn't no, be it here. happens. I know I guys that – I've seen guys leave police work. Go work in the plants, making a hundred thousand a year. Turn around, come and, back, back. You know, six months to a year later, they come back. You know, for fifty thousand dollars a year. It, or something it happens like in our that. line too. There's plenty of them, them city boys, uh, just have left to go pursue their own businesses or their part time gig that was really kicking off. And then within the year, their wife said, uh, "Get back to that place that's got the benefits, and you're home a lot more." <laughs> I had an opportunity uh, umpteen years ago. Uh, I think I was at. Maybe eighteen years in, close to twenty. And uh, but what were you born yet or no? Oh, it was about twenty years ago. So I don't know. Probably oh, you're like four or five years old. And we're all a year apart. So. Uh, so I had a you're I had a got an uh, opportunity. I was offered to go. I was gonna get to go off uh, work on the offshore rigs. Yeah. And I was gonna be taught how to uh, do the remote control submarines that go up underneath work on pipes and shit you make a shit ton of money doing it mm-hmm. and i thought about it thought about it thought about it and i just i was like i, I couldn't do it well I, I just figured i'd end up back where i was at and have to start back over with almost 20 years and so with a lot more money in the bank <laughs> but is money gonna make you happy if you're sitting there miserable stuck in a rig for a month at a time or something yeah, like that that question is more relevant it, now than it, ever before the further i get into my fire service career the more i'm like mm. no nah, yeah, nah, you won't you're right <clears throat> because <laughs> the farther you get into it the older you get and you start moving up in rank you'll start making more money and all that shit like no i'm oh, I'm, fuck. oh you're oh, you're not wrong fuck. It, that doesn't really apply to me right now cuz i keep taking pay cuts and rank cuts no i'm just saying when when you know <laughs> when i first started more. when i first started being a cop i ain't gonna lie man between my child support payments and stuff like that i buy and have money to fucking eat it's, you know i mean tough. i was fucking poor as shit now you know i've been doing this almost 30 years i ain't gonna say how <laughs> i ain't gonna say how much i make but i'm I'm not hurting. I'm not. I'm not rich, but I ain't hurting. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I could. I'm, I think I'm considered. If you look on the pay scale, probably upper middle class or something like that. So I ain't hurting. Fuck. So I'm a paycheck to paycheck. <clears throat> well, that's because you three but, jobs. That's that's my <clears throat> though. You, but once you get moved up, and uh, you, you'll start making more money the longer you do it. You just got to stick with it through the rough times. Yeah. Weird. What, Mister Wright? 
You just you just gotta stick with it through rough times, and then it'll end up getting better. Mm. Me? Did you not tell me it was the best decision I ever made? I'm just yeah, I did tell you. Because be honest with as far as Mr. Wright and that attitude, absolutely. Be honest with anybody out there. If you go look at any like civilian type job. We might not get paid as much as these plant workers and shit, but when it comes down to retirement and benefits and shit like that, Can't touch it. you're not going to beat it. You're not going to beat it. Anybody that, uh, like, I've always, whenever we go talk to uh, the schools and stuff, um, like the older kids, like high school age, uh, one of the things I tell them, you know, if uh, you're not really positive about what you want to do, get a government job. doesn't really matter what it is. The retirement's better than... Yeah, the alternative of working you know, wherever for how long and not really paying into anything. It it's hard nowadays. Like going back to the, I want to say recruiting, but you know, school days with with high schoolers is they only want to see the dollar sign. Yeah, like it, it's it, the day and age. It, yeah, it's so hard. We were talking about that at the station the other day, uh, especially like you know, inner city. It's hard to say, hey, come ride a fire truck for thirty grand a year. Um, when you can go to the plant right down the road and you know, start off making 70, 80, whatever. Right. And a lot of your and jobs. there's no glory in it anymore. You know, it's not, you know, it's just some glorious job that we deserve, you know, praise for. But uh, it's not as cool anymore to run into burning buildings or to get shot at or whatever. Well. And, you know, the kids nowadays, they're not looking at the retirement. They're looking at, I'm only going to make 30 grand a year and i got to deal I'm with this money shit. now. Well, it's that we're all part of it kind of. We're right on the line. But uh, it's like you, you want that. Well, no, it's a lot of them want that uh, reward right away. They don't right. have to work up, the, up to Get it. Get rich quick. When I first started doing this shit in 95, when I went full time. Dude. I was born. That's when I was born. I wasn't. <laughs> I made $895 a month before taxes. Ew. Yeah, but cost of living thirty years ago yeah. was a hell of a lot. It was cheaper, but it was still oh, absolutely <laughs> no, no discount. It was it, it was barely it, it was barely above minimum wage. Yeah. yeah, no no discredit at all, but it's just oh inflation. Oh well, it's about to get real. We ain't gonna get into that on this one. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, just you gotta stick with it because. Uh, You, it'll do it. Was I there for that one? Yeah, you were pumping. I was making. Fuck you guys. I was making five dollars and fifty nine cents an hour Jesus. back then. So, put my and putting my life on the line doing that kind of gun. Okay. So Colin just reminded us of a of a fire that we had. It was. I remember it vividly because I burnt the shit out of my hand. <laughs> this was a, this was a very chaotic weekend. We had like three house fires. Yeah, it's been 48 hours. Four. Four, yeah. How long did it take you to set those? Not too long if you know how to do it. Yeah. But that's... but it, Why they, you got that look on, that look on your face? Can't tell you our <laughs> secrets. Colin ain't smart enough to set a fire and get away with it. Turtles. <laughs> Turtles and candles. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead with your story. Uh, so, uh, this was... We were in the middle of a class, an extrication class, um... This was and this was the last fire of the weekend. So we had had three up to that point, and uh, in the middle of the class, at the end of the class, we're kind of picking everything up. Oh, they, fuck <laughs> you guys! And they paged out a fire across the district, 
Well, I've been the poor son of a bitch that was left to pick everything up while everybody else went to go have fun. So yeah. this time I said, no, oh, fuck that. I'm getting on the truck. Yeah. So, Who got fucked? Uh, you and Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. So um, we hopped on the truck and we're hauling ass. And me and Colin and another guy in the back seat. And um, with all of our gear back there and everything, I uh, somehow managed to lose my gloves for my bunker gear and grabbed somebody else's. And this somebody else is about five foot five. Uh, just a very small human being. I don't have my Nomex either. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we, uh, so we get there, and um, there's four or five cars in the driveway, and nobody's standing outside. So that's you know, generally indicative of somebody being trapped. We go in, and it's completely blacked out and hot as shit. And we're uh, searching around, and something pulled my glove back. You know, like I said, this glove was barely on my hand anyway. And uh, it started, my hand started burning. Well, just freaking out i started shaking my hand like trying to get it to stop like a dumbass and slung the glove completely off my hand so i had to put my hand between my legs bailed over colin and the other guy and ran outside to see the fire chief who was very much stern about that kind of stuff just looking at me like uh what's going on (laughs) so i put my hand back under my uh my jacket and went in and found that glove but uh colin has uh had uh, some very old hand-me-down shit that he was wearing. <laughs> His, go ahead. Fighting fire in khaki pants, basically. <laughs> there was no nothing. Like, it was just a material on the outside. There was nothing to keep the heat out. And We made entry, and, like, our, these trailer fires, if they're not ventilated, they get hot real quick. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Fighting my, fire in a metal can. Yeah, so, I, you know, I get in there, and, we're searching and searching, and I finally was like, well, somebody put some fucking water on this fire because I am burning up. And uh, eventually we got it, and his glove came off, and we, you know, we put the fire out. And, well, that same day is whenever uh, Chief walked up to me, and I got new gear the next day or and ordered. So for the gear, the gear that we have, it, it has a 10-year shelf life. And that's 10 years whether it stays on the shelf or whether you're using it the entire time. His gear was probably 15, 20 years old. <laughs> the new gear? No, the, no, old, the old stuff. Uh, the old, old stuff. Yeah. It, 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 this it was, shit was awful. It was terrible. It was like wearing a, a thick pair of khaki, khaki pants. <laughs> uh, I was, it was it was. It was we had that, uh, that big warehouse fire, and you had that shit on, too. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's whenever a state had old boy at fucking gunpoint. <laughs> yeah. So we had a really big warehouse fire right off the interstate, and... Uh, I think that in all, we, there was 14 different departments there. Yeah, we were, we were mutual aid to it. So, yeah. so that was like a, a 14 alarm fire? I don't know what to call it. A lot. I thought it was an alarm every time you had to call an extra house. It, it depends it on the it's department. Agency, from yeah. department. Um, but so uh, this fire, I think it, it burned up probably 10 of those warehouse bays. Um, and they had a bunch of totes, big plastic totes that had gas, diesel, oil. So it, I mean, it was shouldn't have getting motor, yeah, motor home. The boss of the company. The culprit of the whole fire. <laughs> yeah. He, he parked his mobile home inside this warehouse as well. And, With uh, a propane tank inside of it? Oh, I'm sure there was. Yeah, I mean, that and a you know, shitload of other stuff that was highly and, uh, flammable. So the plume of smoke you could see from, you know, from the next city over. Everywhere. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, there's, like I said, there's 14 departments all in all. And... Uh, Somebody took a video of it driving down the interstate because the warehouse. I mean, you can see see it from the interstate. You're not even a hundred yards from the interstate from this clearing. In the video, they're passing, and uh, in front of the fucking warehouse, there's state police, multiple units, and you see uh, one of the guys. 
behind his door with his gun drawn on somebody, and then the next car you see is this dude standing at his at his car like, what the fuck, with his hands up. <laughs> and, and it's and all in the background. background you just see, all of us yeah. fighting fire and shit. <laughs> I still have that video. Uh, he, I, that's where I just seen it was no, on his phone. Don't mind us. <laughs> that was a shit kicker of a day. Did I mean, you did you make that one he just pointed out to? Or no, like, Dragon, he, uh, he didn't make that one. He uh, which one? The the dirt track. Yeah, I did. Were you uh, there? Yeah, when we. That's were, right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We went to Pike, didn't we? Yeah, we were yeah, at Pike. We were at the uh, at uh, uh, Pike County Raceway, the uh, little dirt track up there in Mississippi, and. We were there from probably 6 to damn near midnight. I yeah, guess. they don't start those races until probably about 11 o'clock. I know. I think we've babysit one. Hell, yeah. You're probably fucking babysitting <laughs> that night. <laughs> probably babysitting that night. But uh, while we were there, and keep in mind, you know, we're an hour and a half from, from home, and we all carpooled, so we had to go back to one person's house to get everybody's vehicle. But while we're there, our phones start going off for every truck in the district going to this house fire. And we know the area. We call it Gypsy Village. It's just this ratty-ass area of this one road, bunch of trailers, bunch of junk out from all of them are horror houses. And we're thinking, like, man, what is going on? Well, um, so that probably went out at maybe around probably, 10. Yeah, I, I think it was before that. It was probably like 930. I'd say, yeah. It was, it was right whenever the, like, the, the heat races, the heat races were starting. Yeah. So, um we finished watching the race, and everything. we're an hour and a half away. We're not going. I mean, it's like almost <laughs> 1 o'clock now, so we're thinking, you know, everything's done. Yeah. They're, you know. but so we're on the way back, and somebody turned on the radio or the phone started buzzing. They were calling for more manpower. We're like, holy shit, they've been at this fire for hours. It's just a trailer. Like, what could they possibly need? So uh, all three of us were like, well, fuck it, let's go. There was, there was the fourth, too. but <laughs> Yeah, there was a fourth. And uh, we showed up, and there's still plenty of active fire. Just all the shit. Um, I have pictures of it. it. Imagine fighting a fire in a junkyard with a trailer in the middle of it. Yeah. And it was. There's one path to get to the house, and if you know anything about pulling fire hose, it's hard enough as it is, much less through a jungle of trash and shit. <laughs> and, yeah, that was I think that was we, an all nighter. We still there for another two or three hours after we we, we had there. to leave because we had full time. Yeah, we, that's right. We sure did have to go to full time that morning. I got to full time and I passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I was tired. Oh fuck! Florida LSU, 2019, the year that LSU won the championship. We go to the game. Our friends are in from out of town. Cade was having a great night. Fortnite family reunion. <laughs> Fortnite family reunion. We Fortnite. Met these, we met these guys playing Xbox, and uh, they ended up coming to Baton, Baton Rouge to uh, to come up there and see us, to come watch the game when Florida played. Colon. Did I say it? I said it earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. Fuck. <laughs> Colon. Colon was having a great night. We were all drinking, having fun, watching the game. LSU whooped Florida's ass. Nonetheless, we forget we have work the next morning, and it's uh, like two o'clock. Yeah, we get home. It's 2 o'clock. We have to be at, on paper, we have to be there for 7. Most of us get there about 6.30 to make relief. Well, I think we left a little early because we knew we were going to be sluggish that morning. Colin goes into the station. We, I have a routine, as I'm sure everybody sitting at this table does. Get to work. You shit. You shave. Most of the time, you shower before you get you leave your house or whatever. And might I add, this was during my probationary period. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we ha- we have a really, really good relationship with our district chief. And uh, so much so that 
Colin tells him to go fuck off all the time to his face. But uh, our district chief creates a text message with me and Colin in it and says, uh, what, was, what was his? It was something with the game or something like that. or Something about having a late night and being late hung night. over. Yeah. Well, Colin decides to text back. <laughs> Not me. knowing. He, he decides to text me and uh, Mr. Wright, so he thinks. He texted me and the district chief. <laughs> and what was that text message? Uh, something along the lines of, it's not even 7 a.m. and he's annoying the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't realize so, it. And at this point, I send this text message. And I'm like, I, I got a screaming headache. And I'm all over the place trying to get all my shit inside the station and get, you know, I still got to shower, shave, do everything in the mornings and sober up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I... I go, go back to my truck for something. And after I send this text message, and I'm walking back into the station, and District Chief he opens the door, and he says, "Oh, just you wait. It's not even 7 a.m. You're right, and the fucking with you has just begun." <laughs> You're like, "What's he talking just, about?" And I'm just kind of like, in, in like, I'm dazed. I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, just shut up. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> it's not even 7 a.m." So, uh, Fluffy he calls me. And, again, I'm just aggravated. I'm trying to get all this shit together. And Fluffy starts, like, do you realize what you did? And I'm like, <laughs> what? He's like, you texted me and him, not me and Mr. Wright. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck. This is my probationary period. Like, this dude could have been still he, very new. He so still could have, the, the big chief could have walked in and said, you're fired. Yeah, there was nothing I could have done. Like, there, I No civil been. service protection. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm very thankful to have a good working relationship with that district chief. Fluffy, you remember uh, the time you came in middle of the night, absolutely slammed. Bruh. Oh yeah, we have a, a friend that's uh, <laughs> that was working the station one night, and uh, he was I got shit faced. Uh, we went to a local restaurant in our coverage area. <laughs> Me, the same district chief that Colin likes to cuss out frequently, um, and a couple it's other, it is a couple other firefighters. We all went to this restaurant. It was eating and drinking, and we decided, hey, let's go to Rouse's and let's grab some whiskey and go swimming. We went swimming. Fluffy got really fucked up. Knew I couldn't drive, so another firefighter decided to drop me off to sleep at the station because I have to be at work the next morning. Keep in mind, it's like three thirty at this point. So, I find out the next morning. I walk in the station, walk into the bunk room. I go to my locker to get my bedding out to make my bed to go to sleep. Somebody's probably sleeping in it. Oh, no, he wasn't sleeping in it, but he was sleeping in the bed next to mine. And um, supposedly, I thought I was being fucking quiet because in my mind, I was quiet. He said I wasn't, (laughs) but um, he said I walked into the bunk room, slammed the door. I went to my locker. I opened my locker and just started giggling. If you don't know me, which you don't, when I'm drunk, I laugh at every fucking thing. Everything. And it's this cute little schoolgirl laugh. <laughs> it's adorable. I don't even know what to nickname him. Long dick. Schlong? We'll call him Long. Yeah. Schlong. We'll call him Schlong. Schlongus is what I call Schlong. Him. Schlong wakes up. I didn't know this. It's 3.30 in the morning. I'm fucking drunk. Um, and is watching me try to get my bedding out of my locker. <laughs> It's a very simple, just, you know, easy motion. <laughs> like a fucking high school locker, just a lot bigger. And uh, I start laughing, and I apparently tell myself to shh in the middle of me laughing and tell myself to be quiet. 
I take my betting. I half-ass roll it out. Like, I don't remember rolling it out, so I think I just kind of throw it on the bed and use it as a pillow. <laughs> yeah. I pass the fuck out. And then... The next morning was a great morning. The next it's morning. A great first call. It was. It was fucking... I think I woke up about 9.30. I had a step up or a relief captain, whatever the hell you want to call it, um, who was super cool. He got a text message from one of the guys that I was out with the night before. Like, hey, Fluffy had a rough night. You should probably let him sleep in. If not, <laughs> it's okay. Well, I finally get up and... Uh, I'm like, hey, Cap, I need to go to another station. I left my uh, toilet your bag. He's like, all right, that's no problem. Like, can you drive? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I decide to ride Captain, and uh, he's going to drive for us. And uh, on the way back from the other station, we're going to our home station, uh, we get paged to a cardiac arrest, uh, possible overdose. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I have a headache. I'm still hungover. I'm still fucking drunk at this point and uh it's literally around the corner from where we're at so we have an on-scene time of like 30 seconds and uh we get there the captain on the truck goes to the, the patient realizes like all right this is a cardiac arrest in the passenger seat somebody's doing cpr we're gonna get him out of the car we get him out of the car we lay him on the ground we feel for a pulse he has one so we know it's an overdose or we don't know but we suspect an overdose do our patient care my DC arrives on scene. and uh, Wonderful DC. Wonderful DC. Um, I was assigned to bag the patient who was not breathing. <laughs> and uh, I'm knelt down above the patient at his head while my captain is doing other shit. And I'm bagging. My DC walks up to me and sees me swaying <laughs> as I'm bagging the patient. Swaying because I'm just on my two feet, like, kneeled down, bagging him. And he's like, hey, uh, taps me on the shoulder. I got this. Go get your ass back in the fucking truck. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, ran an overdose drunk as a firefighter. That was always fun. Speaking of uh, Schlongus, I can tell the story about the uh, the cat in the chimney and his colorblind ass. <sighs> so Colorblind firefighter. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it works. So, so we've had him to clean blood up. Yeah. We've had multiple incidents <laughs> where somebody that is colorblind that isn't the best, you know, to do a particular job that requires seeing color. See color. Uh, he won't tell you that and just kind of half-ass the job. Uh, it'd be kind of like sending a, a bomb tech to, you know, cut the red wire and he can't see fucking red. <laughs> uh, well, we had a, a cat in a chimney one night, and uh, it had gotten between, like, the actual metal chimney and then the, the sheetrock that was uh, framed up in the house. And the only way to get to it was this uh, little open area in the attic. Well, uh, we had rigged up a noose pretty much out of uh, webbing, uh, you know, kind of like rope. And Jerk's going to hang the cat? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> So uh, I forget which, which one was the, uh, the lead the noose around its neck and which one was the pull it tight color, but one was red, one was yellow. And I was, uh, I handed the colorblind guy the webbing and said, okay, whenever I tell you to, pull this one. Well, I uh, got the noose around the cat's neck, and somehow in you know, the conundrum of trying to get it around its neck, because it's like 20 foot down from, the, uh, from where we were at, uh, he had mixed up the colors, and I couldn't remember which color it was supposed to be. <laughs> and, uh, so it was, we, uh, I got it around his house, I was like, all right, pull. And he's, he kind of tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, I can't remember which one it was supposed to be, and I can't tell colors. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I think it was the red one. So he pulls the red one and it comes undone. Like the whole fucking knot. 
okay, obviously that wasn't right. So we we pulled it back up, retied it, and at this point the cat's like, "Fuck you! I know what you're trying to do." So we finally get it around its its neck, and uh, we um, <laughs> we get the colors right and everything, and we pull the cat up. Well, this cat's hanging there, and it, it, you know cats are it's like a cat being in water. This thing is going fucking crazy, and we can't get it out of this little hole because the cat's too big, you know, square block, round hole type deal. And he runs down to go gr- from the attic, runs to the truck to go grab a tool to pry up some of the uh, lumber that was framing up the house so we could get this cat out. And by this time, uh, it had been probably 30, 45 seconds, and the cat went from fighting really, really, really bad to not fighting a whole lot because, you know, it was dying. You were choking it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I, I guess I'm going to drop the cat. Because I don't want to kill it. It'd be really shitty for somebody to call me to come rescue their cat and he hand them a dead cat. I got it. <laughs> and, Here you uh, go. So I drop it, and, and this after that, the cat was like, "I'm not coming out for where y'all can see me again and get that thing around my neck." <laughs> so uh, we we decided, uh, all right, well. How partial is the family to this wall right here above the fucking fireplace? That's what I was about to say. Take a wall out. <laughs> so uh, we ended up taking the wall out and still didn't get the cat. So we fucked up their their attic. We fucked up their cat. We fucked up their wall. Yeah. I ended up running the call with Jerry at that house again. They sold it. Did they? Yeah. And did they fix the fucking wall? Well, so the the reason we were there was for a heart attack. And Jerry's like, this dude's legitly having a heart attack. Very well shaped, super sweaty, diaphoretic, chest pains, fucking nine out of ten. Everything yeah. shows heart attack. And. He's just sitting there. Yeah, we've we've been in this house before. We put a hole, a hole right there. Yeah, that patch. Yeah, that was from us. And I'm like, bro, he's having a heart attack. I don't think I he don't cares. Give a fuck about this, this story about a cat in this fucking chimney. Oh, he was uh, the patient was pretty pissed at, at, at Jerry. That you need day. to get you need to get Jerry on here to tell yeah. the stories about the colorblind guy. It's very funny, and he stutters. So it's really oh funny. Lord! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, we're at that time, and we keep getting door peaks uh we don't want to get in trouble so uh we're gonna pre- appreciate the goon squad over here it's fun hey. they'll probably have to come back once they get some more story and uh remember to go like and subscribe uh subscribe we get that right uh hit the bells the whistles leave a review i will shout it out and uh go check out the etsy store join the clubhouse Remember to watch your back, watch your partner's back. And remember to smile because Iceman could always be behind you.